delivered. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. A few weeks back, I had an encounter with a person on social media. In this encounter, the person insisted that they were walking in the light of Christ. However, they felt it was not their duty to spread the word of God. In fact, this person stated outright that the laws Christ himself said would not end until the great white throne judgment were no longer in effect. I showed this person the words spoken by Jesus Christ himself. Still, he was right and the words spoken by our Savior, Jesus Christ, were not. What does Jesus Christ say? Matthew 5, 17-19 Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whosoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. When someone denies the existence of the commandments, they teach that we are to break them. So those that do this are seen as least in the kingdom of heaven. This person also said it was not their duty to spread the good news. Christ said this about that. Matthew 25, 14-30 For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them, and made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. 
I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reaped where I had not sown and gathered where I had not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But for him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. As I've shown in past podcasts, this is not about gaining wealth, but about helping people to find salvation by accepting Jesus Christ as their Savior. When this person said it was not their duty to help others to find the salvation, they became the servant that buried their talent, their salvation. They were determined to keep their quote-unquote salvation just for themselves. And everyone else had to find their own way to God without this person's help. This person would not judge those that had not found God. Simply stated, he knew where the Lord sowed his seeds, and so instead of helping these seeds to grow, this person hid their salvation away. What was their reward in the end? And he cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Where else in the Bible do we see this description? This is explained in another parable that Jesus is asked to explain. So he does. Matthew 13, 36 through 43. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house. And his disciples came to him saying, Explain to us the parable of the tires of the field. He answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. But the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. And the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and are burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them 
into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth in the, as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So this makes it clear that those that experience weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth are in hell. But there is something else that comes into perspective in these verses as well. It is this statement. They will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and those who practice lawlessness. The word quote-unquote lawlessness is used another time in Matthew as well. Matthew seven twenty-one through 23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. What does it mean to practice lawlessness? Lawlessness is shown as iniquity in the King James in both places. Therefore, we will examine this word. Iniquity is lawlessness, disobedience, sin, illegality, that is, violation of the law, unrighteousness. But if there is no laws, no commandments, how can they be violated? Jesus Christ said this, Luke 16, 16-17. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached, and everyone is pressed into it. And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail. Quote, pressing into, unquote, as I have shown in the past, means all were forced into the laws of the prophets. Therefore, any who state there are no longer any laws or commandments are in fact living and teaching others to break the laws and the commandments. So their destination is not in heaven, but where? Revelations 21.8 But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. This is important when the person I talked to about at the beginning of today's study rejected the words spoken by Jesus Christ himself. 1 Timothy 6, 3-5 If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrines which accord with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, rivalry, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. 
even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which accords with godliness. This brings me to these verses found in Hebrews, Hebrews 6, 4 through 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the power of the age to come if they fall away to renew them again to repentance since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame they have assigned for themselves their own fate it is something that should cause anyone to feel discomfort and even a bit of fear that they may slide away from the holy gifts that were so freely given. Paul wrote this about the laws and his own torment that he himself experienced. What is to follow should give all pause if they do not feel uncomfortable in how they live. For Paul, an apostle chosen by Jesus Christ himself, felt he was not worthy of his calling, as is seen in the verses that follow. Romans chapter 7, 7 through 25. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the commandments came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandments, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just and good. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin, through the commandments, might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice, but what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. 
But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into the captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Savior. So then, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. It is very clear that the laws, the commandments, are still in effect. Any who say otherwise are in fact denying their Savior and thus their own salvation. They wear a facade of holiness, but is that all it is? The thing is God will allow them to repent, to return to Him. It makes it very clear in Revelation 3, 1-6, which is where I will end today's study at. And to the angels of the church of Sardis write, These things say he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remains, that are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember therefore how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me. To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I
Jesus.